Welcome to the daily VFN Radio Highlights, where we're keeping the conversation light at VFNTV.com. Enjoy. Did you know that there was a prophetic word released over this year that this would be the year of the wind? A word was just released that the wind that's been blowing in heaven for eight years is about to blow on the earth. But first, let's go to Pastor John Kilpatrick of Church of His Presence in January when he released this word. And I want you to hear it because we're going to take you all the way up to today. The wind's going to blow through D.C., Washington, D.C. The wind's going to blow through uh, the Gulf Coast. The wind's going to blow over the earth. It's so exciting. But first, let's go back and listen and remember the prophetic word. Prophetic word given January 2016 at Church of His Presence. It's going to bless your heart. Take a look. The year of the wind. Holy Spirit said this year will be a very unusual wind and an unusual year on many levels. As a matter of fact, a phrase will be repeated over and over on the lips of people of many nations. You will hear it said, I have never seen anything like this before. There will be a great stir among the peoples of the nations. Seemingly nothing will remain normal by any stretch of the imagination. This will not just be an American phenomenon, but it will touch all continents. The Lord shall rise up and make himself known. The forgotten shall shout for great joy. The heathen will see a great light. Unbelievers will take another look. Experts will be stumped. Nations shall be shaken, but kingdoms will be jolted. Dead dry bones will experience a fresh prophetic wind. Some will struggle with the question, is this God or is this the devil? But God will receive all the glory for his mysterious wonders. This will be a year of the winds of God, and those winds are already blowing, even as I speak this word. As I share these words, if you want to praise the Lord, if you want to stand, if you want to receive it, whatever you want to do, just, just receive it and make whatever noise you want to make. I'm fine with it. Say goodbye to the pig pen. <laughs> God says you've been a victim of swine syndrome. <laughs> Human swine have persecuted and mocked you openly because of your faith and your love for God. These swine have trampled upon the pearls that the Holy Spirit has formed in you. They have made your life miserable and very stressful, but the Lord says to you that he's taking you out of that hog pen and setting you up on high on a perch. He will cause you to soar like an eagle God has said enough is enough. There is such a change coming in your life, you will need time to adapt yourself to the many wonderful changes in store for you. You have been persecuted but not forsaken, cast down but you have surely survived. Now the Lord says he himself is going to reward you openly and cause his fragrance to grace your new space. In your face. You've had such obstacles in your life. It has been as though you have experienced a contrary wind in your face, hindering your every move. As a matter of fact, for many years, almost everything you've attempted has experienced setbacks. In your face is the phrase that best fits where you've been. Countless adversaries have been in your face withstanding you. At times, you've even tried to justify this contrary wind as possibly being sent by God, but you knew in your heart it wasn't true. Now things have shifted, and what was once in your face has moved behind you 
and is working for you and propelling you forward. Things are definitely changing from contrary to favorable. This favorable wind is so timely for you in so many ways. God says, I've got your back. Heaven wind. The shift in the wind will cause life-giving air to blow into the nostrils and mouths of your loved ones who have fainted. It will be somewhat like a supernatural oxygen mask. Even the backsliders and the lost sinners who have been slowly dying have fallen by the wayside struggling to breathe. They're going to catch their breath. It will be a fresh wind from heaven. Those who are saturated with the cares of life, those who suffer dark depression, anxiety attacks, and deserve sleep shall finally find rest and relief. The comforter has come. The wind bloweth where it listeth, as in the upper room, the spirit was so anxious that he rushed. It was a rushing and a mighty wind. This wind will cover you and your loved ones like a warm comforter blanket. The spirit set upon each of them, and the spirit is about to set on your sons and your daughters and others of your household. God said, I've released my spirit and the spirit is going to rush to you. As a matter of fact, he's rushing to you even now as you hear this. He's filling your lungs again with life-giving oxygen. Take a deep breath. Breathe him in. Holy Spirit is resuscitating and reviving you even as this word is being released. Hyperventilation. And fearful breathing is subsiding and giving way to peaceful and restful breathing. I declare sweet, peaceful sleep to come upon you even from this moment forward. Peaceful rest is returned. He gives his beloved sleep. From drought to drenching rain. This is a word for the dry and famished ministers. A wind has already caused a 500-year drought to shift on the West Coast. Water has recently returned on the drought-stricken West, on that parched land after years of no rain and desperate conditions. The shift started late in 2015. Not just long-awaited showers, but now snow is falling. Large amounts of snowpack are accumulating up in the mountains. The locals say it's the most snowpack in decades. From famine to plenty, just as the famine has yielded, so will cold and dry hearts yield to a change in the atmosphere that heaven wind is going to bring. Showers will intensify into rain. Rain will bring in the latter rain of the Holy Spirit. You will not have to strive. It's simply going to rain. My rain will come on the thirsty. I've heard the cries and the groans for rain. I will make it rain on the just and the unjust. Even the unsuspecting shall be taken back at my goodness to send this refreshing rain upon them. This rain will bring the familiar and it will bring the unfamiliar. The wind has already shifted. You'll smell the rain before you feel it. Whosoever will welcome this latter rain of my spirit, I will revive refresh and renew. Listen, can you hear the abundance of rain? 
Deliverance from womb wounds. God said, I'm going to send, I'm going to separate you from the chaff in your life. I'm going to blow off of you the hindrances that have hindered you. For some time I've been speaking to you regarding your addictions and habits that render you weak and ineffective. I'm going to open your eyes to see what you could not see before. As Balaam was made aware of what was hindering his progress, you will also see and understand the endless delays and setbacks that have caused you such discouragement and heartache. I will unseat, I will uproot by my spirit the things that have been upon you even from the womb. Your deliverance will come in one hour. Forgive, but run. You have been greatly misunderstood. Prevailing circumstances that are satanic in origin are so complicated that you've even wondered how could something so insignificant become so evil and so complicated. This has cost you friends and family and has even begun to affect your health. But hear me, the Holy Spirit is moving on your behalf. This is finally coming to a close. The Lord himself is going to bring the closure. Although you went through a painting learning curve, painful learning curve, you will now finally experience the new. But be cautioned. Because you enjoy and you seek the comfort of the familiar, do not fall in that trap again. You must forgive and release your adversaries, but you must remove yourself from the very atmosphere where everything has been so distorted and tormented. My spirit will lead you to places where there will be new faces and you'll learn to trust again. Your feet and legs will heal quickly from the scars of the trap that held you fast, but you must keep moving and move quickly because that trap will not remain open very long. Be diligent. Now is the time of your departure. Sudden change of plans. Someone has applied yourself. You've studied, gone to school, focused, labored, prepared, saved for a certain goal. But now just as you're ready to be launched toward what you believed was your destiny, surprise, the Lord has suddenly rearranged everything. It's actually a divine intervention. Another door has opened, an unexpected door that you totally had not expected. You feel inadequate and you feel unsure and insecure, but this is a moment in time for you. This has thrown your life, your plans, and your preparations into a tailspin. The Lord has gone before you. The future he planned before you is a good one. It is higher than the one you had planned. I hear opportunity knocking at the door. The question is, are you moving toward the door or away from that door? That which was is again. It is though yesterday is now reappearing. Due to the complicated circumstances of yesteryear, it was not meant to be. But now, after all these years, here you are again. You're feeling the same feelings. You're coming alive again at the prospects of what, become, what could become a reality after all these years. This is your time. It wasn't wrong back then. It just wasn't time. And it was not the right season. But now the time has come to look again. Extenuating circumstances are not the same now as they were then. 
This is a new beginning, only a later time. What was, is again. I'm coming out. A loved one has you very concerned. A lying and a delusional spirit entered their life and seduced them into a stupor of deception. You have felt so fearful and helpless because it has such a strong grip on their mind. Unstable behavior has resulted. It was through pride and a bitter root that this spirit entered them. As a virus causes multiple complications, this continues to spread like a green bay tree. The time of this exile from reality has expired. God has declared enough of this. Effectual prayer and persistence have prevailed. As Nebuchadnezzar of old came to himself, so shall it be again. As surely as this entered, it will exit. Mercy will prevail. Humility is required. Jesus said to Simon Peter and his brothers, I make you fishers of men. Jesus later gave Peter a word to go fishing and informed him that the fish caught, the very first fish caught, would contain a coin in its mouth that would be used to pay their tribute, their taxes. It was supernatural provision that resulted from privileged information. Last Friday morning, as I was sound asleep, I heard the Holy Spirit speaking directly to me in my sleep. And the Lord said to me, do you know the two normal ways fish are caught? He said, with a net and on line. I was so startled, I woke up immediately and looked at my clock and it was 5.55. Now awake, I heard the Lord continue to speak. He said, there's coming a great international harvest of souls through the net, the internet. <laughs> the Lord said, there's coming a great international harvest of souls through the internet and online. He said that the internet will light up as the Holy Spirit accelerates his mighty wonders. He also said that the net and lines will bring tremendous and miraculous provision to the body of Christ to God's people because time is of the essence and the waters are abundant for harvest. A new and very powerful wind of anointing will blow through the internet. In real time, signs and wonders will be witnessed without edit. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament will show forth His handiwork. The number five is the number of grace. The Holy Spirit is revealing to us that we're living in a triple grace season. This is the Lord's doings. It is marvelous in our eyes. I want everybody in this house to give glory to God because of what he's about to do through the internet and online. Come on, give him praise. The downfall of Jezebel. Jezebel will not leave on her own accord, but I, the Lord, will cause her to fall from her tower of power. Even as of late, you have wondered if anything could unseat her from her evil purposes. Her victims are many. She has come to her final chapter. I, the Lord, will not tolerate her subversive activities any longer. Deliverance has finally come. This is so exciting to hear this prophetic word over 2016. 
When we get back from this break, we're going to hear a word that was spoken, the wind of God blowing over Washington, D.C. We're wondering what's happening right now because everything that can be shaken is being shaken. This is the wind of God blowing over the country, blowing over the nations, blowing over Washington, D.C. And God specifically said that this wind would come, and once it comes through, after it's finished, good things will be. Isn't it so exciting to hear about the, yes. you know, the wind of heaven blowing over the face of the earth? And it's the suddenly. We don't have mm -hmm. a, a lot of time to go into, into this, but just realize when Peter fished all night, it, it wasn't until God showed up and said, it doesn't matter what you've done. You don't have to toil over this. I'm going to tell you to go to a place to cast your net. And mm -hmm. the, the catch is going to be so big, you can't even wrap your mind around it. That's just God doing it. Yeah. And what we're seeing is, you know, God's just going to blow his wind from heaven. It's just going to blow over there. Isn't that exciting? It's just beautiful yeah. knowing the fact that it's just regardless of what we see horizontally, yeah. God has bigger plans than anything we could ever fathom. Yeah, so we're going to hurry up and get to this word. First word we want to go to is the prophetic word when uh, Brett Holderbaum was in the VFN Dream Center in the Gulf Coast and the wind of God began to blow over. As a matter of fact, I think even Isaiah felt the wind. Isaiah Ramos felt the wind in the studio at the, the Dream Center that day. And um, and God began to speak to him about the wind blowing over Washington, D.C., so the same wind. So you're, we're looking at this crazy chaos, but if you look at a hurricane, if you look at tornadoes, everything goes everywhere. Well, this is the wind of God blowing over politics, blowing over the Republican Party, mm -hmm. the Democratic Party, the Washington, D.C. This is just the wind of God. And just I've got to relax and realize that God is, is do, when control. this wind finishes, as a matter of fact, listen to Brett Holderbaum, what God told him about the wind of God blowing over Washington, D.C. Um, the Sunday morning at the Dream Center on April 10th, we were in worship, and I just felt this strong wind blowing through uh, the Dream Center. It was so strong, I could barely stand, and I just began to ask the Lord. I said, Lord, what are you saying? What are you, what are you doing? And um, the Lord gave me a picture and it was a picture of the coast of Africa and a storm brewing off the coast of Africa and for uh, for those that uh, live in the Gulf Coast region or, or anywhere in the hurricane area we always keep an eye on the Gulf Coast starting about June 1st to November 30th and because um, that's where the hurricanes a lot of them come from the, the, the coast of Africa the most severe ones anyways it seems um, anyways uh, so Taking it through, the, the Lord began to speak about how a hurricane is formed, and a hurricane is formed through a tropical disturbance, and then it moves to a tropical depression, and then it becomes a tropical storm, and then it becomes a hurricane. And we all know the severity for those that live on the Gulf Coast, one being the least and five being the greatest. Um, the Lord showed me in this vision about um, this hurricane going up the east coast of America. And then he showed me a map and I saw Washington, D.C. And then the Lord began to speak. And the Lord said, he's tearing down the monuments. He's tearing down the monuments. All the monuments that man made, God is tearing them down. He said, a fresh wind is going to blow through Washington. A fresh wind. So, Lord, we thank you for just sharing with your people what you're about to do, Father. And, Lord, we are so thankful that you speak to your people. And Lord, we just give you all the glory, honor, and praise. That's so exciting. So it makes sense. I mean, if you have a whole bunch of papers in your hands and the wind blows, they go everywhere. They go everywhere. everywhere. And you're running around trying to pick up the papers. Mm -hmm. That's so logical. And we understand that. Mm -hmm. 
But when the wind of God blows, you can't, it's like he says, the spirit of God moves. Nobody knows where it comes from, how it comes, how it goes, and that type of thing. It's like the wind. And you're seeing the wind of God blow over politics, and you're going like, wow, is that real hair? <laughs> <laughs> you're going like, oh, my goodness. You know, is what's happening with, with politics? What's happening with those running for, what's happening to the, our yeah. government? What's happening to the things that we counted on, our monuments, things that were like monumental things in mm-hmm. our society, right? And that, but every one of them is just being blown Jeez, over yeah. by the wind of God. Obviously, he's not necessarily talking about the Washington Monument, although presently I think it's closed down because the elevator stopped going to the top. That kind of right? okay. Washington's elevator is not going to the top anymore. There we go. That's, that's true. So you're looking at. Uh, the, this is the wind of God. So I want you to be encouraged because this is the wind of God. You're going to hear about the wind of heaven being released. But first, listen to what this wind is like because God gave a prophetic dream to uh, John Ramos and he's sharing it with me. And I want you to take it back to listen to it because this wind is so strong. It's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. This wind, like right now, believe me, if, if the politicians, if there is something they could do to stop this wind that's blowing them all over the place, costing them hundreds of millions of dollars and huge humiliation, they would stop it, but you can't. But in turn, the same wind of God that begins to blow us, His people, into further into our destinies in God, it's coming. You need to to be set up, you need to be Mm -hmm. ready. You know, God's been preparing us for quite some time for this wind that He's about to release on the face of the earth. Let's go there now. John, you know, God speaks prophetically. God speaks, you know, He just speaks. Mm -hmm. God does speak. And what is it? What did God say to you? What specifically did He say to you? I had a dream, um, a vision where I actually saw you and Pat. I was watching a video of apparently it looked like it was a, a ministry trip, um, and we were watching this video of what took place. And then I saw where the camera was actually panned directly in front of you, and you were wearing a harness. And you were holding on to to what appeared to be these ropes of a huge, gigantic parachute. Wait a minute. So I, that was me? Yes. Yes. With oh, big ropes? Yeah. Something like, like this, a, a, uh-huh. a, a paraglide, but you were on the floor Parasite? at this point. Yeah, it's called the... I didn't even know what it was, and I had to look it up afterwards, but it's called paragliding. Oh, wow. What I saw. Okay. But the first first part of this, before we see you flying, the first part was you were actually laying on the ground. Your back was towards the ground. This is real important because as I was watching, the camera was zooming. I had to pay special close attention. You were holding with everything that you had, every bit of strength, because it was the wind was blowing on this parasol, this parachute, wow. so strong. I mean, it was violent. It was, wow. and it took everything you had. And then I saw this facial expression. Now, I've, I've known <laughs> I'm, you. I'm sure it would look like. What? At almost at least 20 some odd years. I've never seen this facial expression <laughs> on your face. Never. And it was almost like, oh my goodness. This you know, there was nothing you could do. Right. You, you couldn't stop it. You, I mean, this was, this was it. This, this was going to happen. And it was just a matter of time before the parachute was just, uh, was just taken straight up into the air by the power of the wind. It was right. just that powerful. The second scene in this dream, I'm in an airplane, and um, we're very, very high altitude, and I'm, I'm looking across the aisle, and I see Pat um, Hamilton is sitting next to uh, the window with another gentleman, mm-hmm. and it looks like Pat's getting ready to jump out of this plane. Before he jumps out, I look out the window, and I see these beautiful snow-capped mountains, v- very majestic, very strong structures, 
and it reminded me of the seven mountains of society. Right, right. And um, as I'm looking out the window, I'm looking at Pat. Pat, be, Pat, and the gentleman next to him have their hands underneath each other's thigh. And right before I said something, Pat looks at me in the dream and says, it's in Genesis. It's in Genesis. <laughs> Which is a covenant. It's a covenant. It's an right. oath. I had to look it up when I woke up. It was a Genesis 24-7, I believe. And um, Abraham's servant made a, you know, made a covenant, says, I will find your, your son's you know, wife, Isaac's wife. And um, before you know it, the next scene is, is Pat uh, had jumped off of the the plane and he's soaring like superman if you will i'm uh, looking at that image straight down exactly like this high speed high altitude i mean and we were so far up in the sky that all you saw was greenery you could not make anything out i mean just look like broccoli you know wow. what i mean that's oh, it yeah, that's, exactly what that's it there was nothing yeah. else and um then the final scene of this dream i'm in a doctor's a, a newborn baby's i don't know the name uh, doctor's waiting room and I happened to see a couple that I know in the natural, they were in the natural, they were actually pregnant. Uh, she was pregnant. They're expecting their first child. But in the dream, the baby was born. And we, you know, exchanged some, some pleasantries and had this conversation. And then all of a sudden, Pat walks into the room. I was getting ready to go to the restroom to change and because we had uh, some meetings. And Pat walks in and tells me, you can't change. Everything's you needed in this meeting room because everything has changed suddenly. Everything that we knew is completely changing. You need to come right now. And the very next word or the next phrase that I heard, I believe the Lord spoke it to me, said, this is a new horizon. This is a new horizon. And that was the end of the dream. A new horizon. This is so exciting. I mean, it's, it, I mean, you know, I mean, you know your journey. You know what God's doing. You know the suddenlies. Imagine how Peter felt when he fished all night, and he's mm -hmm. a fisherman, and uh, he tried everything he knows to be able to do to, to physically and his own mental capabilities to catch that fish. And then somebody that he can barely see on the beach yells out over there and says, "Put go launch out deeper and put your nets on the other side." And we're tempted to, we're tempted to at a time like this when you've been pressured by so much and so many things are happening. It seems to be negative to not listen to that voice. So when God says to, to launch out into the deep and to cast your net, and we're gonna, you heard earlier, mm -hmm. and you're gonna hear again, you have to actually believe and receive what God's gonna do. We have to welcome what God's gonna do. I mean, He's not gonna come against our will for us. We wanna be able to catch that wind. We wanna be able to put our sails up. When you think about a sail, you know, a parasail, or a thing that, that John was mm -hmm. talking about that God saw, you have to actually have that set up. It has to be open. So it has to be open. Yeah. It can't be in your backpack. It can't be in your wishful locker room somewhere. It has to be set up, ready to catch the wind. And with those those particular devices, you know, you have to jump off the cliff to be able to catch <laughs> the wind. Well, this wind was so strong that my back was on the ground, and the mm -hmm. only thing that was holding me back, and the only thing that's holding you back is God saying, I'm, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, and it didn't matter if I was ready. And thank God, I'm excited for what God's going to do. We've been preparing long and hard. Mm -hmm. I know that you've been preparing. If you haven't, you know, join with us. You know, join with us, you know, become a VFN KB partner, VFN Kingdom Business. Those mountains that God had Pat diving towards was uh, the, the uh, VFN Kingdom Business, the seven spheres of culture, the seven mountains of God in regards to the seven mountains of God, but the seven spheres of culture that we call mountains to be able to change a culture. You do that by changing who's impacting those particular right. parts of culture. And so God's about to do it. You know, God hasn't given up. God's got plans in store. The journey's going to be interesting. 
But God has plans in store. Just like when wind hits a stack of papers and they go everywhere, wind has hit Washington, D.C. and politics and, and authority, uh, police departments, and just things are going every which way. But you know what? There's going to be a suddenly where the wind of heaven that's been blowing in heaven for eight years is about to blow on the face of the Welcome earth. Back. This is the year of mm. the wind and the wind of heaven. And it is blowing. The wind of heaven. If you missed the earlier parts of our program, you got to be able to catch it. You need to be encouraged because what you're seeing is the wind of God blowing across everything. Mm -hmm. And if you're feeling like, you know, America's hair is all messed up, it's because the wind of God just blew through it. Yeah. And now you're looking at a wind of heaven that's about to blow. As a matter of fact, we're going to join Pastor John Kilpatrick, Church of the Presence, just this week, a couple days ago. This word was released, and we're about to see that wind come down. It's been blowing in heaven for eight years, but now it's about to blow on the earth, and you're going to be so blessed. Let's go there now. I came Friday night to uh, pop in here and just tell everybody something that the Lord showed me. I was asleep Friday morning, and the Lord woke me up. I guess it was Friday morning. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. And uh, while I was sound asleep, the Lord woke me up about 4.30, and he said, the wind has shifted. And the last time I heard that was last December. And as soon as I woke up and I heard the Lord say that, I listened, and I heard the wind whistling through my windows at the house. I mean, the wind picked up. And it wasn't the natural wind that the Lord was talking about. It was some kind of another wind. And uh, about 6, 7 o'clock, somewhere in there, my phone rang right about daylight. And it was a preacher friend of mine. He's an evangelist. <clears throat> and he called me and he said, I just couldn't wait to call you. He said, I know, I'm probably waking you up. I said, no, I've been awake since 4.30. He said, man, he said, the Lord... Um, wanted me to call you and tell you about the wind. He was talking, he starts to start talking about the wind. And I said, yeah, I said, 4.30 this morning, the Lord spoke to me about the wind. He said, the wind shifted. He said, did you know that, um, what's the guy's name that wrote that song that I was telling you about the other night? Bob Dylan, yeah. He said, did you know they presented the um, Nobel Prize for Literature to Bob Dylan? And he said, they've never given it to a songwriter before, but they gave it to him because that song that he wrote, they said that the poetry of that song and the lyrics of that song has been so lasting. And the name of the song is, the answer is blowing in the wind. And I said, yeah, I knew that. He said, Brother John, there's something about the wind today. So right after that, uh, later on in the afternoon, one of my staff members uh, emailed me and showed me where Chuck Pierce and Dutch Sheets was up in Maryland. And uh, Chuck Pierce gave a word about the wind on that very day. And the Lord said that the winds have been blowing in the heavens for the last eight years. And uh, he said, I'm about to let those winds now reach the earth and they're going to start blowing. So go ahead, give God praise. It's okay, go ahead. I know, and I won't take but just a second because we're going to have a guest speaker this morning. We're going to have Sister Dottie come and she's going to bring the word of the Lord to us today. But uh, I just want to say this to you. I know that so many people are overly concerned. I'm really concerned myself. I'm not worried, but I'm concerned about, you know, two weeks from this coming Wednesday, uh, Tuesday. I'm, I'm concerned about it. But you have to know that the Lord knows. You have to know that. 
And everything, what we got to understand is everything is right on schedule. Nothing takes him by surprise. God never scurries. He never hurries. He's never in an emergency. He knows everything. So when you wake up, if you're able to go to sleep on the 8th, I'm going to stay up and drink coffee till I find out. <laughs> but then I might have to take some pills. I don't know. <laughs> but I have, to, I have to believe, I have to believe that there's something going on. There's no telling what kinds of things that's going to take place that we don't even know about yet. We just don't know. Only thing I want to assure you of is the Lord woke me up and said the wind has shifted. That means that somehow things was going along a certain way, but last Friday things shifted. And that'll show up real soon. Whatever it is, it'll show up real soon. And um, Chuck Pierce also gave the word, and Dutch shared it with us when he was here, <clears throat> that the Lord said there's going to be confusion, great confusion, up until October the 20th. And October the 20th was the day that the ladies started their conference here. Well, the next morning is the morning that the Lord woke me up and said the wind has shifted. So... Chuck said that there's going to be great confusion until October the 20th, and there'll be a difference. I keep quoting Chuck. Chuck is, um, I believe he's a prophet. I believe he's a prophet of the Lord. And um, Dutch says he's the most accurate prophet he's ever heard. I have to agree. Um, he gave me a word one time at a juncture in my life, and whenever he gave it to me, I scratched my head, and I thought, oh, that just couldn't be. It, it happened exactly like he told me. Chuck said, he, or Dutch said he's never known him to be wrong, and if he ever gives you a word, you can just pretty well count on it. It's going to come to pass. So between now and Tuesday, two weeks, we need to be in prayer, and we need to be alert, we need to be vigilant and diligent because I think the next two weeks could really be very interesting. The next two weeks could be really interesting. So we need to pray. I know you're concerned about your children and your grandchildren. I'm concerned about my family also. And um, I'm concerned about America. America is not... Uh, a godless nation necessarily. It's a backslid nation. We know better. Something can happen and this nation can be almost, can almost come back to God almost overnight. The whole nation. Some, something can happen and within 24 hours this whole nation can be completely different than you know it right now. Something can happen and within 24 hours this whole nation can be different. Anytime you ever had revival breakout in the 1700s, 1800s, early 1900s, people all said, and I have histories of it, I have it recorded in histories, where they all said that America was past, that they, we had reached such a godless place that we were past redemption. If not past redemption, almost to the point of no redemption. And then God sends a great awakening. Things can happen, everything can turn on a dime. Don't you ever doubt, even in your own life, everything can turn on a dime just that quick. Amen.
Hallelujah. Don't you ever doubt mm. that things can turn on a dime. Isn't that not awesome? Mm-hmm. Don't ever doubt that things can turn on a dime. And I've seen that over and over again. I remember time after time after time, and I'm sure you did in the mm-hmm. Marines at war, that it looks like you there's know, no hope. There's no hope. <laughs> we're stuck. You know, we're not coming out of this. Mm-hmm. And you just you just do what you were trained to do. You just stand, stand, stay faithful, and in your watch, case, watch fight. what God does. Yeah, watch what God does, and He just delivers you. But the the truth is, so many times you, know, you can get to a point of of the darkest moment, and it just seems like you know the darkest moment of the night mm-hmm. is right before the dawn. You know. And that is so much the truth. You know, a lot of times that you you think about, that's a very quick statement. Mm-hmm. But there there are many times when I was in the military, and you're sitting outside, you're watching a position, and you're freezing, and it just seems right. like the night could not extend any longer. And right. the coldest hour is those last moments before the sun rises. Right. And so often, you know, how many times we've talked about the, th- uh, the th- coming third grade awakening, the second right. grade awakening, and we remember right. these amazing moments in the history of the church. But what we often overlook is that at those moments, those were very bleak hours. Right before. And we miss those moments thinking the fact of like, they were in those dark times as well. And reminding that's where we are and watch what God's gonna do. Right, it's preparatory. I mean, if you think of yourself as soil Mm. and nobody's worked you in a while and you're soil, which means you have weeds and everything growing, everything, everything's mm-hmm. growing all over in, in your soil. And so the farmer, God, wants to do something in your soil, in your life. But the first thing the farmer is going to do is to prepare the soil for the harvest. That's right. So he's going to take a tailor and just run over the whole <laughs> He's going to change everything Everything up. gets turned upside down. That's what yeah. tillers does. It just takes what was down and puts it up. It takes whatever up, puts it down, mm-hmm. and just beats those weeds and, and just, just... And what you think has to be right has to become upside down and all over the place. Right, right, right. But then what's the most important thing, then you got to put nutrients in the soil. Yeah. You got to begin to put the word of God in the soil. You got to spend some time with God. You got to abide with God. And like I said, and we always say, if you don't have a plan to abide, we have one for you. Jesus said, apart from abiding in me, you can do nothing. But if you abide with me and I with you, you can ask anything and it'll be done for you. You'll be mm-hmm. fruitful. We have an expectation of God to be fruitful. It's a huge expectation, has a, eternal consequences. But yet we cannot be fruitful outside of our a personal abiding relationship with God. It's contingent upon us not only knowing his name, but knowing him and him knowing us. Mm-hmm. And that's called abiding with Jesus, abiding with the Lord. And if you want that simple plan, we'll send it to you right now. It doesn't cost you nothing. Just request it at iabide.org. It's at iabide.org. Request that simple plan today and begin to abide. Be prepared for this wind. That's getting your soil ready. Second thing is, is, is that we're called to be a disciple. And you look at the, the parable, the seed and the soil with Jesus. He talks about the word is the seed. So you're going to need to seed your soil. Not only do you have to Realize this wind and this turbulence is tilling up your life. Not only do you got to learn to spend some time with Him, because no matter what you do and act wise, mm-hmm. if you don't abide with God, it's not going to work. And so you abide with Him, but then become His disciple. Jesus said, "Go make disciples of the nations." He said, "In two His disciples, if you know My teachings and you follow My teachings, then you're really My disciple. You'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free." He says, "The cost of being His disciple is everything." I mean, it costs everything. Salvation yeah. is free, but it costs you everything. Yeah, you know? and, and Jesus even talks about in the parable of the four souls when he's talking to his disciples, you know, hard times are going to yes. come. 
And yes. we, we've talked about those hard times. And if we try to go through that without being his disciple, yep. Jesus talks about in that parable that discipleship is basically like the roots. Right. And without those roots, it's only going to last a short while yeah. and we fall away. It says, you know, Jesus, Jesus said, he said, hot, hard times would come and it would just scorch mm -hmm. what you, everything you did, no matter how religiously it looked and how Christian-y it looked, because you didn't get discipled, you didn't get your roots down. You're like those shallow uh, pine trees on the Gulf Coast when the hurricane came. They just blew over. over, no matter how tall they were, because they had no roots, they blew over. And so the way to do that is, is through, we have Emmaus Road Discipleship. Yes. When you think about Emmaus Road, Emmaus Road is a road that, uh, that led to Emmaus, and Jesus was walking with his disciples in his resurrected body. They didn't even recognize him yet. He's revealing his word to them. His disciples' hearts are burning inside, and he's going to even pass them by. Mm -hmm. But they said, you know, why don't you stay around strongly for a while? Can you stay? And they, they strongly urged him to stay. Yeah. He stayed the night. And once they ate together in, in a fellowship, which is really important, we talk about it as well, their, their eyes were open and they could see who it was. It was Jesus. And so you got to get on the right road, an ascending road up the knowledge of, of, the, of the mountain of God, the knowledge of God, going up that heavenly mountain. We have what's called Emmaus Road. You can get on it. Uh, it's just totally, uh, you go to uh, vinefellowshipnetwork.org and go to Emmaus Road and just begin your journey. But you can do it as, as uh, that way or you can do it a couple different ways. Mm -hmm. Depends on how you want to do that. But it's all available for you. That's, that's seeding your soil. So if you're abiding with God, you're allowing your life to go through this time of tealing and mm -hmm. you know these things happen. I, mean, I don't think you have to allow everybody. It's happening to everybody <laughs> right? anyway. And, um, and God's about to blow on that. Yeah. I mean, the Holy Spirit of God is about to blow over the face of the earth. And just like you know, hanging under those ropes and this thing about to take off. You've just been listening to the highlights from VFN TV and the Data Radio program, where we're keeping the conversation light. Listen or watch more programs and check out the VFN Torch at VFNTV.com. Don't forget about our VFN TV app, where no matter where you are, you can take the light with you and share with your friends. We want to thank our sponsors and partners who make this program possible. Take the time and support our sponsors. You can locate them at VFNTV.com and select sponsors. If you'd like to become a sponsor or a partner, you can do so at VFNTV.com. VFNTV and the Daily Radio Program, where we're keeping the conversation light.